Sefer HaMitzvahs, the mitzvah, Reish Hei, that 205 positive mitzvah, which is the mitzvah when you see somebody uh, doing a sin that it's uh, a responsibility to uh, chastise him and to warn him uh, against doing it. A person shall not say, oh, I'm not sinning, so what do I care if a other person sins? That's between him and God. This goes against the Torah, but rather we are commanded as not to transgress and not to allow another person of our religion to transgress. One who wants to uh, do an Avera, it is obligation on every person to chastise him and to prevent him. Even though there is no testimony that uh, says that the person would be liable for punishment, but still we should try to prevent him. This is the Posik in Vayikra Yutes, Posik Yutzayin. It says, You shall rebuke your Amisecha, your friend. Also included in this mitzvah is that we shall uh, speak out. If we have a, a grudge against somebody, let's say we did something to one another, so we shall not keep it in our heart, but we are commanded that we should speak about it to the other person, so that in our heart nothing should remain. As the Sifra says, how do we know if a person rebuked even four or five times, he should go ahead and rebuke him again? The Pasuk says, It's a double lotion. So one might think that you should rebuke him to the extent that you actually shame him. As we learned, there's another mitzvah against shaming him publicly. The Pasuk says, Not to carry a sin on him, meaning if you rebuke him and you shame him, you're actually going to be sinning by doing that. Our Chachamim explained that this mitzvah is an obligation on every person. Even if it's a great person who's doing an Avera, even a small person is obligated still to rebuke him. Even if the person curses him or degrades him, should not cease and should not be weakened and should not stop from chastising him until the guy beats him up or uh, as explained in the those who uh, uh, quoted the tradition that it says ad hako until actually one beats him. This mitzvah has many conditions and laws and they're explained in many different areas in the Talmud. The mitzvah 207, Reish Zayin, the positive mitzvah. This is the mitzvah that Hashem says in Devorim, Perik Yud, Pasuk Yutes, that you should love a convert. Even though that he is included in this matter, which all other Jews, because the Torah says, So every Jew uh, needs to be loved, and the ger, uh, who is a ger tzedek, who we, we're talking about a uh, complete con- convert, not only a ger toisha, which is not fully, so he is part of the Jewish community. So why would there be a separate command to love a convert when we're supposed to love all Jews and he's part of the Jewish people? But because he entered into our religion, Hashem added an additional love to a convert. And Hashem designated a special mitzvah for him. Just like the Torah has warned us against causing him any verbal pain, I know the Torah says in 
First it says, don't abuse each other uh, verbally. That talks about all Jews. Then in another Pasuk, the Torah says, not to abuse a convert. So why did the Torah add over there? So the Gemara explains that if you hurt a convert, you are violating two prohibitions. First, the regular prohibition of one Jew to another Jew. In addition to that, you're also uh, violating the prohibition of specifically not causing any pain to a convert. Likewise, is with the level of love, that we are commanded to love every Jew, but we have a special mitzvah, we gain an additional mitzvah of a haftar if to loving the convert. This is so obvious, he says, this is not even myster- mysterious alone, uh, at all. I don't know anybody else who counted the mitzvahs that didn't see this and that this was hidden from him. In most of the medrashas, it's explained that God commanded us on the convert just as he commanded about himself. Hashem says, you shall love God your God, and then Hashem says, you shall love the ger. That means that Hashem equated the love of the ger to the love of himself. The mitzvah, positive mitzvah 302 shin beis is the prohibition against hating your brother in your heart, which is in Pasuk Yudzayim. Uh, the language of the Sifra says like this, the, this particular mitzvah is talking about in your heart. It says, don't hate your brother in your heart. But if you openly tell him, I hate you, uh, then, and the guy knows that you hate him, then you're not violating that prohibition. There's other prohibitions that you will be violating. Torah says, don't take revenge and don't keep, you know, the hatred. That's other psukim in Pasukit Ches. Also, in addition, a person would be violating a, a positive mitzvah because the Torah says, So, hating a person, even in the open, you have plenty of things to worry about. But the most is, the most serious sin is hating one in your heart. That is more serious of offense than any of the other ones. And that's why there's a special... Okay, we do the Sefer HaMitzvahs. This is the prohibition number 303. Mitzvah Hashin Gimel. The Mitzvah of 303. So this is the warning that we've been warning, warned not to shame one another. And this is a sin which we call it Malbin Pnei Chaveri Barabim. One who shames, or Malbin literally means makes white, because a person, when he gets embarrassed, he changes colors. So he changes world. It's called Malbin Pnei Chaveri publicly, Barabim. If you shame your, the face of your friend, you make his face white in public, meaning you shame him publicly. The Rambam writes, this is a warning against that prohibition. The warning that comes about this is like this. Is the Torah says in Devarim Perik Yutes Pasuk Yitzayin, chapter 19, verse 17 in Deuteronomy. It says, It says, You shall rebuke your friend. But it says, Don't carry a sin for what you're doing. So basically, what you might be doing to rebuking him, you might be a sin for you. Why would that be a sin for you? 
Because if you embarrass him, you're actually violating the The Rambam brings down Sifra Amru. First of all, he says like this From where do we know if you rebuked your friend even four or five times and he didn't listen? You still got to go ahead and rebuke him again. How do we know that? It's because the verse gives a duplicate language. It says, It says like though, Rebuke, you shall rebuke. So the extra shall rebuke tells us that it's not enough once, twice. You have to keep on doing. Now, what about if you rebuke him? You might think, even if you were going to his face is going to change, which means you're embarrassing him. His colors change. So maybe you can do that even to the extent in which you uh, cause him shame. That's why the Pasuk says, don't carry for what you're doing on him a sin for yourself. Which means if you're going to rebuke him and you're going to shame him, then you're going to actually be a sin. That's the, So we see that shaming somebody, even though you're intending to rebuke him, in that case, of course, in all cases, when you're not, you're not allowed to shame another person. But the Rambam says, in the simple meaning, so in the simple meaning, embarrassing him. Embarrassing him. Publicly saying something negative about him. Telling something shameful, something that he's embarrassed about. Or, you know, and other things, you know, we learned... There's other prohibitions like reminding people of their past or something. Let's say there's something that they did that wasn't so colorful or something like that. But that's, that's another prohibition. But in this case, we're talking about generally saying something to insult somebody, to shame them. But the Rambam says, what is the simple meaning of the Pasik is, when it says you should rebuke him, it's, what it means is, speak to him, don't carry it in your heart. Uh, don't remember. In other words, if you have a grudge, this is in the simple meaning. So we learned that don't shame him. But in the simple meaning of the verse, the Rambam says, if you have, let's say, a grudge against somebody, don't just carry it in the heart. Rebuke him. Don't carry it in your heart. And don't remember it and keep on saying. Talk to him about it. Uh, so that's a, uh, a prohibition again. No, that's not the prohibition. That's the simple meaning of the passage. The prohibition is against causing somebody shame.